Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for roaming back to my podcast. Um, How is everyone doing? I want to just really check in and take this time to connect with you and to make sure that everyone is doing okay. Um, It's a weird time, for sure. And I'm proud of you all. I'm proud of you all that are listening. And I want to take this time to just express that we've had our lives flipped upside down. Yet, we're all still searching for bits and pieces of normalcy in our lives, and that isn't an easy task, but I'm proud of us for getting up every day, taking it day by day, and just reaching for those stars when we can't really see them right now. Um, so today's podcast episode was actually brought forward by my amazingly talented friend Giselle. Um, she's an honorary 110 gal and is just a dear friend of mine, um, I met Giselle in university in Kingston, and she's just one of those friends that it doesn't matter what the other person is doing in their lives or how long we go about living our daily lives without communicating. She's just always a person in your corner that you can turn to. So she brought forward this idea of having a discussion around finding gratitude during a time of crisis. And I thought that this was just a really great topic, considering that Right now, it may feel like the world isn't on our sides, and it can be difficult to feel grateful for things during this time. And when she brought this topic forward, I I really had to stop and think about it for a few days, because if I'm honest, it was hard to know where to start talking. Um, I personally found it difficult to know where to start, because where do we look for gratitude in our lives when the world around us is on fire? Where do we look for gratitude when the news is always negative and talking about a global virus that we have in our day, day-to-day lives and it's going to be for a period of time that we don't know? It's, it's hard to find grace and compassion and things to be grateful for during this time because it's hard to know where to look. Our minds, or my mind at least, has been bombarded with other things to worry about, let alone feeling like finding the time to be grateful. Like there's little time or space in my brain and my heart to feel motivated to start thinking about the good things. And in this new chapter we're in, I found it was hard to remember what gratitude is, what it looks like, how it's expressed, or even why it matters. Why does gratitude matter when people around me are constantly sick? Why does it matter that I show gratitude when others around me aren't? At the beginning of this week, I really truly battled with this topic. So thanks, Giselle, because I found that it was judging, I was judging myself for feeling grateful for things that others don't have right now, like my health and my ability to be around family and have a great social network. Like I felt like a bad person for even thanking God for the things that I have right now in my life while the world around me changed drastically. It's a weird and raw emotion to feel during a global crisis. And It's hard to feel grateful in a way when others around you or on the news that we see every day aren't as lucky to have what we have or what you have or what I have to be blessed with during this time. Like I feel as though I'm being selfish for feeling grateful, if that makes sense. And if you're listening to this and you feel that way too, I want you to know that it's normal because I'm going through it too and whatever. If it's not normal, we're both in it together, but... Like I talked about in my previous podcast on manifesting motivation from fear during this time, it's normal to not feel like ourselves when we're grieving our past routines in our daily lives, and it's normal to take time to grieve the past before moving on to the new chapter, but 
when I was sitting down to do this podcast, it's I'm finding it's normal to not know where to start and what to be grateful for during a time of crisis or even know where to begin looking. And I want to let you know that after some long days of thinking about this topic, I've realized that now more than ever, we need gratitude during this crisis. We have the physical time now to dig deep, to find gratitude in darkness, and to be thankful for what we have. I mean, having the opportunity to be thankful and appreciative for what we have during this crisis puts things into a larger perspective, which I didn't really tap into at the beginning of the week. If we realize how lucky and appreciative we actually are to have our social connections during this crisis, for instance, such as friends or family to call on or Skype with, we can place ourselves in a position where we can potentially see the impact that it would have on our lives to not have this support network during this time. I began to realize how fortunate I am or all of us are to have the support network that we begin to become, you know, that network for someone else who may not have it or who needs it because we can empathize with other people who may not be blessed with the same things during this crisis that we begin to reach out and form meaningful connections to help or even save others. I wouldn't have realized this without thinking deeply about what I'm grateful for. Before this crisis happened, COVID-19 and this whole global pandemic, I, it's going to be hard to say, but I was honestly just moving through the motions of my daily routine and not really looking around me at what I've been blessed to have. I never truly practiced intentional gratitude, where I intentionally made the time to sit down or walk and think about all of the things that I should be grateful for in my life. Yes, sometimes I would think about how how grateful I was to have food and a, and a roof over my head or a, a, an educational degree that got me a great job. Like even some things that were so mundane, I would think, think about, you know, the little moments of gratitude that I got to work before my boss did. So I looked more productive. Like, I don't even know if that's grateful or if that's just selfish, but my feelings of gratitude before this crisis had a shelf life, if that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't really feel any raw emotions towards the things that I felt grateful for because they were more like statements that I would say aloud as if I was reminding myself of how fortunate I really was. I never felt raw emotions of gratitude towards the things that I had in my previous world and the previous chapters that I had because those things were never threatened. I was never in a position where the roof over my head would be taken away from me. Or my support network would drastically change in a day. I never saw my health or the health of others around me or even on TV deplete in front of my eyes immediately like I do every day now on the news. My brain wasn't wired back then to deal with the potential of losing the things that I had worked so hard towards to be taken away with the snap of a finger. If I'm honest, I think it took a global crisis for myself and for all of us to have the opportunity and the physical time to truly have the opportunity to think about what we have to be grateful for, even during a time of crisis. It starts small with realizing that we are all in the same position of not knowing what is coming next. And that's a scary thing. It's a scary time for sure, and it makes it difficult to feel appreciative. When Giselle passed this topic on to me and I found that I was struggling with it, I started to write down some of the things that I'm grateful for that were outside of my physical well-being and my personal health. Yes, I'm grateful for that, but I wanted to start with something outside of myself. It started with a simple piece of paper and a pen, and it changed my perspective. Gratitude during a crisis isn't only helpful to yourself and those around you, but it's essential.
especially right now. It is exactly under crisis situations or conditions that gratitude shines the brightest. In the face of despair, gratitude has the power to bring hope and something we're all craving right now is hope. I realized while making this list that there is an important distinction with feeling grateful and being grateful. So I'll say that again. There's a distinction between feeling grateful and being grateful. For instance, my emotions are crazy hectic sometimes. Like I mentioned before, my anxiety just takes over my body. I have no control whatsoever over my own personal feelings or emotions sometimes because they appear naturally. I remember one time I was on a bus and I just started crying. I didn't know why, but I just started crying. And I tried to stop myself from crying, but I couldn't. It's like forcing a friend to be happy when they're feeling sad. It's a difficult task to do because we cannot easily will ourselves to feel something, to feel grateful, less sad or more happy. Feelings travel from point A to point B through internal transit systems that I have no fucking idea how that works, but it just does. But being grateful is a choice we can make. An intentional practice that ultimately doesn't change with the ups and downs or gains or losses that flow in and out of our lives. When disaster or a crisis strikes or a fucking pandemic in the world, gratitude provides a perspective from which we can begin to view life in its entirety and not be overwhelmed by the temporary circumstances around it. There's a scholar, Robert Emmons, from the University of California, and he outlined in order to be grateful, we have to remember the bad. But Emily, (laughs) aren't I already surrounded by bad news all day? Aren't we trying to avoid talking about the bad to get to the good? Why, Why think about the bad to feel grateful? Well, here we go. We need to remember the bad times. When times are good, people like myself, like I explained in my previous routine, we take prosperity and and pleasure and things that we should be appreciative for for granted. And we begin to believe that they are not vulnerable. In times of uncertainty, people realize how powerless they are to control their own destiny. If you begin to see that everything around you that you have, everything you have counted on over these past years or chapters, may be taken away in a blink of an eye, it becomes much harder to take it for granted. So a crisis, in some sense, can make us to be grateful. But research also suggests that gratitude can help us cope within a crisis. The same scholar highlighted that by consciously cultivating an attitude of gratitude, it it builds up a sort of like a psychology immune system that can cushion the fall. Science showed that grateful people are more resilient to stress and whether that be a minor everyday hassle like, oh, I forgot the, the kitchen towel somewhere and that's a bad example I don't know like you forgot your shopping list or something before you went grocery shopping or it could be that or it could be major personal upheavals it works this way think of the worst times in your life your sorrows your losses your sadness and then remember that you're here today listening to this podcast able to remember that experience that you made it through the worst time of your life or what you thought was the worst time of your life and you got through that trauma You got through that trial or tribulation. You endured the temptation and you survived that bad relationship. You're making your way out of the dark. Remember the bad things, then look to see where you are now. Yes, we are in a crisis together. We're in a global pandemic. We've never been through this before, but we've endured and survived previous times or scenarios in our lives 
that demonstrate that we are stronger than we think. And it's going to be hard to think that now because we're living in it. We're in the situation right now, but we can identify gratitude in a crisis to begin to feel thankful for what we have now instead of then. I'm thankful now because I remember the bad that I have health now or I have a, a proper educational system behind me that I understand what's going on now. Not only do we have to remember the bad, but we have to reframe the disaster that's in front of us. There are researchers in Washington um, University and they had two separate groups. They had one group um, they had one group and they told them basically to write openly about an experience that was unpleasant to them, whether that be a disaster in that person's eyes or in their memory. They didn't provide any prompts and they just had them write about the experience. Now, the second group was asked to do the same activity to write about a time that was unpleasant, a time where they, they felt betrayed or victimized. And this time, they wanted the group to focus on positive aspects of this difficult situation and to discover what might now make them feel grateful for that experience. Now, it's hard to really compromise or, or kind of think about that experience because when I think back to a hard time, I only think of the bad. But when you're intentionally told to think about positive aspects in that experience, your brain kind of does a flip. It kind of switches off to think more positively. There's a psychological impact there that you're you're turning on the brain to think, okay, what's the bright side, the silver lining of this? Participants were never told not to think about the negative aspects of the experience or to deny or ignore the pain that they endured. Moreover, these participants who found reasons to be grateful demonstrated fewer intrusive memories, such as wondering why it happened to them, whether it could have been prevented, or if they believe they caused it to happen. Thinking gratefully, the study showed, could help troubling memories and, in a sense, redeem them, a resulted echo in many other studies that had happened outside of this university. The majority of participants that did the second activity found that out of something bad, the suffering, adversity, affliction, victimization, things like that, came something good. A new life, a new life perspective, a new opportunity for which the person felt profoundly grateful. When I look at our shared personal crisis now, COVID-19, I think we can start by being grateful. Um, I'm crazy grateful for our healthcare providers and essential workers during this time. Remembering back to a bad situation that was similar, which was the SARS pandemic, we didn't have the capability or extensive knowledge or healthcare capacity in some situations around the world to react to what was going on. I'm grateful now that we have opportunities to learn from past pandemics and to have amazingly talented healthcare workers today that understand the risks of going into a hospital every day but are still supporting human beings during a time of crisis. By remembering the bad for me, it could have been also a time of loneliness when I moved to a new city. I can now realize and put into perspective of how grateful I am now for my support network. I'm grateful for my family and friends and for the opportunity to connect with them frequently during this time. Understanding what it felt like to not have a support system during my own personal time of need and loneliness, I can now empathize and realize how important it is to be that support system for my neighbors and colleagues and individuals that I work with that may be feeling lonely right now. Our shared experiences are deeper and stronger now because of this crisis, and I'm grateful that I realize how important these social connections are now. I've been given the space, time, and opportunity during a crisis to think critically about all of the things that I'm grateful for, 
and it took a global pandemic to get me here. During the most traumatic phase of any loss or tragedy or global pandemic is exactly when we need to tune into each other for support, connection, and unconditional love, whether it is with loved ones or strangers, and this comes with starting to realize what we are grateful for. In a way, we honor ourselves and others around us by understanding the crisis and what it comes of it. Because once we understand how and what we are grateful for, we can all work together to address and support those to create a greater future together. Expressing gratitude can create a ripple effect in society, I believe. And I think it can create a rhythm of hope and kindness that can stretch further than what we thought it could. It's like telling, you know, an Eeyore friend, in a sense, someone that's always negative or down, if you're always positive, you can kind of bring them out of that slump, that time. You can kind of create a rhythm of hope and and transition the positive thinking, in a sense. It's going to be hard to start this process, but starting this practice of gratitude has the potential to transform your life in a positive way, from what I've been reading. I'm in this journey with you. And, you know, cultivating gratitude shifts focus from what your life lacks to the abundance that is already present. So I read some helpful tips and I'm going to do it too with you. These are um, exercises we can all do on our own time, but kind of getting some tips to start feeling grateful. And the first is to focus on taking care of today, to notice the small but potent pleasures of providing a helping hand, a warm cup of coffee, a cozy blanket, clean water, or just a phone call to a neighbor. The second is to consider saying thank you to everyone who has helped you or added value to your life during this time or loss of transition, as well as during uneventful times. Notice what happens when you thank someone wholeheartedly. How do you feel and how does it show on them how they feel? Keep a gratitude journal to systematically access those aspects of your life for which we feel thankful. This is a great time to do it. We have time to write in our journals, I think, but... Rather than focusing on the losses and setbacks that we inevitably experience together in this crisis, we can train our minds to tease out the sweetness of our days and notice more about the good. The other thing we can do is count our blessings. And this is Holy Week, so just before you go to sleep, maybe think about three to five positive things or observations that occur during the day for which you feel grateful. And maybe if you, if you practice, maybe outline that to who you follow, whether that be God or someone else. The other thing you can do is to begin to train your brain to recognize and take in the good by changing your negative thoughts to positive ones. These can be statements like, I can do this. We can do this. I got this. Keep repeating these until the messages become more sticky. You will then be better positioned to savor the good things. And I think the last thing we can do, especially during this time, is to help others in need. I think by giving our time and assistance to others in greater need than ourselves, because we realize what we're grateful for and what we have, we'll become more appreciative of our blessings. Helping others is beneficial to the giver and the receiver. I'm grateful for all of you, and I'm grateful for the time I have during this weird time to reconnect with myself, my other friends and community. And I really appreciate Giselle for for providing this topic. It was a really deep one and I hope you you all feel there's a sense of light and purpose for all of you and I'm I'm positive we're going to get out of this together, but if there's any sense of finding something right now, it's a silver lining in in this crisis and I think that starts with feeling grateful. And not feeling grateful, being grateful. <laughs> so, 
if you have any other topics you want me to, to discuss, I'm happy to do so. And I hope you're all doing well, feeling well, and and yeah, we'll talk to you on the next episode.